A writer, poet, and critical observer who weaves his um, existential depth into cryptic lines that are left to be deciphered. Some of his poems have appeared in both local and international publications, receiving notable mentions to this volume of poetry is his first offering to those who seek to find. Okay. I I have seek to find really and I have the author in the studio this morning. Welcome with me, Ayola Uyeniyi. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Thank How you are you? How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Good to have you in the studio. Good to be here. <laughs> okay. Um let me quickly talk about the book. This collection of poetic verses is a symbolic interpretation of human experiences within a nation and across the globe. The poet wears the garb of a philosopher, using cryptic lines to share both personal and public experiences in relation to human existence, survival, death, and desire for change in an anthill. Hmm. Desire for change in an anthill. So... Why aren't I will start with that because if you are joining me, I'm live on Facebook. This book cover is is actually very, very informative. We have ants all over trying to build their house, and I'm just wondering why would somebody just come up with why ants? Okay. Let's start from there. Yeah, um, ants are like this the first most popular organism in the whole world, and let me say in the universe that we know of. Humans are next. Though they are tiny, but um, their impact can be felt in everything we do. And then we've um, stereotyped them as being destructive. But actually, we need them to, to exist. So what I've done is um, to make them um, look like a, a caricature of what we do as humans. They have a society, they are organized, they have a complex society, they have um, queens, um, kings, different species, different breeds, which we call races. We have um, Caucasian, Negro, different kind of races too. Mm. But we are all humans, first off, before we are either white or black. Mm. So they also have red ants, black ants, soldier ants, and different kinds of ants. Some fly, some don't fly. Some live underground. Some live on trees. You know. So I believe within an anthill, is a society which we humans actually mimic. Hmm. Until is a society which we, we humans actually mimic. Yes. Okay, so are you saying ants, when you said ants are organized, yes. are you saying we should learn from them? Yes, we should. Are we not organized? Yeah, we are. But what we look at chaos might actually be order. Mm, okay. Because we see them as being chaotic, but what everything ants do actually make the world better. But we, most of what we do, kind of kills the earth. Hmm. Okay. Most Even of the ants they live in is made of organic materials. Yes. And it actually helps to aerate the soil, makes things grow. It helps the environment. So you are telling me now that if I see. An ant. I should not kill the ant. <laughs> I should not kill the ant. No, okay, so maybe I should go and read more. 
Actually, I read about ants before this conversation, even before, way before. And I have read about the buildings and the soldiers, the kings and the queens, and actually learned from them like we learned from the eagle also. And I love this. I love the cover. It's actually attractive. And uh, there's something here you said, the poetry collection about the things we don't want to talk about. Now, what are the things we don't want to talk about? Yeah, you know, bringing it back home now, um, in our country, which is the anthill anyway, you know, there are several anthills all over. Mm-hmm. Then where you reside is your own anthill. So I'm a Nigerian, so I say anthill, that means Nigeria. Mm. Now, in Nigeria, there are so many issues that we do not want to talk about. We all bury our heads in the sand and pretend as if all is well, so long as we have our daily meals, everything is fine, then we do not want to talk about those things. And we should, because they are the really they are really the things that hold us together. They are the fabric of society. And when the fabric is torn, mm. we are exposed. And somehow it has been happening since even before we were born. Mm. And it's still happening now. When the fabric is torn, we are exposed. Yes. And that will lead me to the content. We have... Um, we, the the book has been divided into five parts, I think. Yes, and we have the first. The first content here is living ant. Yes. Like you said, we are in Nigeria as an ant ill. Yes. So living ant. Yes. You know. Then we have politicking ant. That is talking about politics. politics yes. Okay. Then we have loving ant. Yes. Talking about romance. Romance. Yes. Okay. Then we have um running ant. Yes. Like um, should we say flying? Mm, like, like an ant in a rat race, okay. running, okay. struggling. Okay, so dying ant. Yes. So with all this, you've tried to do a comparison of the human race and the ant. And the ant. Yes. So now let's start the living ant. Hmm. I read all this. I read the book. Actually, you can see my book. It's so uh, I read the book. <laughs> I told you I'm going to read it. I read the book and I, I, I said, where do I pick my questions from? Because all the poems are actually thought-provoking. Wow. Thank you actually so thought-provoking. And I said, okay, let me start from page 29, okay. which is A. Um, Yes, this page, you said, watch me lift. You did not see the darkness. You have your applause ready, but you cannot see it. How I fought the unseen. My, the, my friend, the air, I fought to lift. My antenna caught in the air. You know, when I was reading this poetry, this poem, I was think, thinking, I was imagining the ant, and I was actually imagining myself. Yeah. behaving like the ant yes. and I, I tried to put myself in your shoes but I said no let me hear from the author <laughs> so why eh? Okay. Um, you know every poem is parted uh, out of agony hmm. a poem is a man of, a, po- a poet is a man of fire hmm. and each poem that you read are screams for help so you know air is um is everywhere. Yeah. Okay. So it represents 
people, represent dreams, represent the things we do not see that we feel. Mm. That is air. So you watch me lift. You do not see the darkness. Mm. That means you, know, you, did, you did not see where I was coming from. You just see me flying, but I was coming from darkness. So you watch me lift. You do not see the darkness. You have your applause ready, but you cannot see. You are ready to clap for me. I'm like, oh, you tried. Oh, you did well. But you cannot see how I fought the unseen. So I'm, I'm exonerating the people that did not see because you cannot see it. But you cannot see how I fought the unseen. That is air. My friend, the air, I fought to lift. Because the air is my friend. Mm. But I have to fight my friend mm. to lift. Mm. I mean, sometimes when you are in your comfort zone, where you are relaxed, mm. you I'm need listening. to fight it in order to actually do mm. the things you need to do mm. to succeed. You need to fight that air. Mm. My antenna caught in the air. Mm. My jointed legs clawing the air. My abdomen stretched, screaming. My agony all mm. in the air. How mm. you watch me fight? Mm. This unseen for the mm. air. How mm. you watch me lift into the air? Now, the, the images I'm uh, provoking there is the air is my friend. I have to fight to lift. You are a witness that cannot see it all. You, you are only ready for me to rise and then you applaud. But the struggle, the pain, hmm. my antenna flickering, caught in the air. You cannot, you, it is in the air. My jointed legs clawing at the air to lift. My abdomen stretched, screaming, my agony, all in the air. How you watch me fight? This unseen for the air. How you watch me lift? into the air. I'm still going to lift into that same air that I'm fighting to lift. Hmm. So, this, are you saying that, um, trying to understand you, so, so trying to say that, why are the people concluding? Yes. That, okay, you know, for instance, um, success is made of many parts. But most times, always three quarters failure. Yeah. But nobody understands. What you've gone through, what you've been through. And when you are at the peak of that success, possibly you might have still failed there. Mm. Because you might, can still fall, you can still drop. Yeah. So it is still continuous. It is not like you've done it and you're there and then you can rest. Mm. It is continuous. So even when you lift into the air, and mm. then you lift into the air again. Mm. You still meet the same set of circumstances mm. at a different um, level. Mm. So this part of the poem, um, the part one, living ant, yes. is it talking about what is happening? Yeah, it's talking about life itself. Mm-hmm. How we um, how we live, the challenges we face as humans, life, living. The daily act of waking up, taking your bath, eating, moving around, interacting with people. Yeah. The challenges we face as women, as men, as children, you know, as leaders, as followers. The act of living. Life itself. But the reason why in the book there's a, the, the theme is continuous. Yeah. You can see the ING following, living and running and politicking and because it is a continuum, it is... It is not about one individual. And life life goes on. Life goes on. So it has to be continuous. So it is not 
static. That's why it is living ants, loving so, ants. Just life. life. Now, I saw something here, page 18. Okay. When you have page 18, then you hold there and go to page 27. Okay. Now, page 18 is in court. Yes. Then page 27 is um, ricocheting. Yes. Now... <laughs> here on page 18 I actually want to understand what you're trying to say here we have you're talking about your brother I'm talking about everyone that um, can be a brother to me because brotherhood is not about being born out of the same womb it's about the next person to you right when you need the person the most that is your brother yeah the next person to you in the keke, the next person to you in the bus, because you share at that moment you share the same situation. Yeah, yeah. So, and um, the poem on page twenty-seven was still mentioned, brother. Yes. So, what is the relationship between the both poems? Okay, um, I use the word brother to instead of saying comrade. Okay. I use the word brother. Like, if I read through the poem now, in court, yeah. I was with you, my brother, the day you died. I licked my, my lips sore to be to you a brother. It takes a lot of effort to lick your lips sore. If you have died, brother, like the whisper of song, off the lips of my hungry wife, like the breath of strength within my crippled legs. Mm-hmm. I was with you, my brother, throughout your death. I wiped my eyes dry to be to you. Your friend, mm-hmm. a friend, mm-hmm. he must have died, brother, like the mind beating under the cordials of mystery. You died as a shallow stream of pain mm-hmm. in between my lips at your death. My breath fades mm-hmm. at your smile, brother. If you smile, my death calls sadly, sadly. So, what he's saying is that pretense mm. I can pretend to be your brother, I can mock you even while you're dying, I can tell you stories, but when you die, a part of me dies as well. Mm. My death calls too, sadly. So if I allow you to die, if I do not do the things I'm supposed to do to keep you alive, because possibly I'm wealthier or I'm well comfortable and you are hungry, and I believe to you and you die, I am also dead. So that's a, like a call to everyone. Yes. So it is in court. You know, in court, you get so many lies being battered mm. in exchange for the truth and people's freedoms. So, we are all in court on a daily basis. Yeah. What have you done to help your brother? Mm. You are licking your lips sore. Mm. Are you li- can you really lick your lips sore? Mm. So, now, ricocheting is emotional. Eyes opened, mind closed. I listen to the beat of my heart. It is silent within me. The physical only echoing the fading bits of that which you have stolen away to eat. Where you are, I wait for you. Now, this is the other side of it. In court is the guy that is up, looking down on people and mm-hmm. telling them stories. Mm-hmm. Ricocheting is the, the, the people that are down, feeling it. Yeah. To come back to your home, home where you left, where you ate your last piece of sanity, home where you robbed me of the last part of my peace. Your home you defaced when you left. Your death is here now. Sean like please. Chances lost and choices left. Your debt is here now in a box. 
I wait for you, brother. Your death is here now. So, if you actually do that to people, you believe you've done it, and they died, and then you are, you are good. You rob them of their. I don't want to go political. So when you do that, there's another side to it. You can win in court. You can actually win everywhere. But this is this man is talking to that man that robbed him. So his eyes are open, but his, his mind is closed. Okay, you said you don't want to talk about political. Yeah. But in this poetry, <laughs> we already have political arts. So there is no way we will not talk about that. You've written it. You still have to talk about it. Yeah. But maybe in a subtle way. In a subtle way, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm actually, when you were talking, I'm actually thinking, let me ask you, what do you think about poetry to you? Yeah. What is poetry? What, how you can know, one interpret poetry? Being a prophet and being a poet is the same thing. Mm? Yes. Being a prophet yeah. and being a poet yeah. is the same? Yes. How? Both prophesying? Mm, okay. Let me take it from the back. Being a prophet, the question is being a poet, right? But I want to answer from the back. Yeah. Being a prophet means basically people who see the future and talk about it. Yeah. Okay, being a poet means people who see the present and talk about it. Okay. And then so, okay, they see us. Nobody who sees the past and talk about it. They are part of the same cycle. Hmm. Okay. Somebody who sees what other people do not see and talks about it. That is why the language is the same. If you check the Bible, the Quran, books of, that talk about Buddhism, Hinduism, it's all poetic. Because that is the language of prophecy. Okay. You know why I'm smiling? Yeah. Because um, you said um, prophecy talks about future. The prophet talks about future. The poet talks about now what is happening. Yeah. Now, now what is happening. Uh, sometimes a question was raised and I came to mind again that why is it that poets are always angry? <laughs> <laughs> They are always angry. Okay, they are talking about now. What is happening? They want the change now, now, now. They are always angry. Why? Because of the consequences. Consequences? Yes. Like, if you throw a stone up, it comes down. When you throw it up, it might walk away. But someone sees it coming down and is shouting, run, run, run. Why are you shouting? But But they can't see the future now. Well, they do. Okay. It's part of a continuum. You are in the middle. Somebody can see the front, can see the back. Then it is, depends on where you are. Like Felano is a poet. Yeah. But Mali is a poet. Yeah. Walisha Inka is a poet. But they serve different rules. Yes. JP Clark is a poet. They serve different rules because, but it is part of the same trade. So, depends on where you stand. In this book, there are some things that talks about the future, some talks about right now and some talks about the past but basically poets talk about now poets are reactive they are reactive Yes. I'm just wondering why are they always angry because they are on fire (laughs) it takes takes pain to write poetry it takes pain to write poetry to write prose you need to be calm and scheme and develop a good plot 
and lay it out. But poetry, you need to be in pain. Ah. <laughs> so if I'm going to be a poet, I have to be in pain. There'll be, there'll be something bothering you. Bothering you me. You need to be angry about it. Passion. Hmm. Even when you are in love, love can be painful at times. Because you might be feeling that same situation in a different way. And you want your partner to also respond to what you're saying. And you're like, Can't you see what I'm saying? And then you're in pain. You're actually right. Because of some of the poets we have um, read, they're actually fierce. Yes. Talking about now, what is happening. They want that thing to change now. They want as an action yes. now. So, as a poet yourself, uh, let me ask, um, did you come into poetry or you just realize you want to be a poet? It happened to me. Poet happened to you? Yes, I... You know, when we're growing up, we already think we think to start and all of that. And I was innocent. I did not see the other side. Till now. Then, in my... Um, teenage years when I was 14 something tragic happened to me and I was in so much pain so much pain that I never felt that kind of pain before and it was just like something clicked into place or snapped like a fracture mm-hmm. something ripped and the only way I could express it was to write it out mm-hmm. and what came out was poetry no so I started, I wrote a whole exercise book. Mm-hmm. I was studying physics then. Mm-hmm. Then I, I started writing. I wrote a whole exercise book. And then I was writing it until one day I came across a book, Contemporary African Poems by Wally Shoink. And I was like, oh, these people write the same thing. I do. okay, so I'm not actually... Alone. Then I read the book. Okay, wow. So this is what I've been doing. I did not even know I was writing mm. poetry. I used to hide it from people because I felt maybe I had... No mental issues or something so okay wow so this is real and then the internet came you know then internet was not really something available so mm. internet came and I was able to see people outside Nigeria doing the same thing I was able to meet other poets even in person mm. and then okay I'm a poet mm. and I grew into it and it became like a calling mm. so this is your first Collection. Collection. Published. There are other ones. There are, I, I, I was <laughs> going to ask, there must be other ones. So I let me move to the second one. We okay. don't want to talk about that, but we have to talk about it. <laughs> Politicking art. I like the way you have um, described it. You used a lot of uh, figures of speech here. You use a lot of um, hyperbole, which is exaggeration, simile, irony, and uh, um, um, mental for. And I... I want to place on page 37. Okay. That is um, um second part. That is politicking art. Okay. Politicking art on page 37. Yes. I Please, can you read this poem? Okay. Um, Kaleidoscope. Hmm. It came to me while I was snug in an earpiece and able dream of art. I was in a public bus in Nigeria. He said quietly to to me, (laughs) (laughs) he said quietly to me, maybe not wanting to alt the music or startle the crowd within the bus with my belly deep screams. He said to me gently, paint me, will you please? 
ghost and ghost and honesty being relative terms. I smile smugly at him and whisper through it. Sorry, I am a poet. I don't paint ghosts. Then he cried a bit, and his tears were newsprints and headlines, and these were all unused editorials, bribed and murdered into the early bin. I shook my head in fright, and he cried a lot, and his tears were photographs of burnt children, burned, holding on to their mothers, who were also burnt, mm. and pictures of people holding placards mm. in a fog of tear gas, unturned, mm. still enough for the crying camera, and portraits of rotund old men in lovely wear, smiling and waving mm. at crowds, scrambling over ice, and the newsprints and the photographs ran together like water and acid. Then he pointed outside the broken glass at the sad people all in the streets and said solemnly to me, Paint me, will you please? So I did, in Kiaroscuro. Hmm. I am going to ask what prompted this poetry because I that's the memories came back. Yeah. Like um what happened two years ago. Is it two years ago yeah, last 20, year? 20. Yes. It came back and I, while I read this, uh, the picture of people holding placards in a fog of tear gas on still, and um, enough of the crying camera. <laughs> so I I had that in my mind and I said, why did this author come up came up with this? Why? Well, um, this poem is actually a prophecy because I wrote it. Some years before that event happened. Wow. But I saw that event when I was writing it. Wow. Seriously? Yes. Wow. Because then I realized that the way the country was headed, mm, such a thing so would, would happen. Soon. Because our fathers were already suppressed and they can't talk because of us. They would not want to talk so that they won't endanger us. Mm. But we, we would not have anything to lose and we would talk. But mm. when we start having children, too, we will not be able to talk we because of our be children. We not able to talk. Hmm. So I knew the young people. They have been pushed, pushed. to the wall. Because when they realize that when you grow up and you want to soar and you realize your wings have been clipped even before you were given back to, you get angry and you will really get angry because of opportunities that you are already limited from that, hmm. which is unfair. Hmm. So I knew, but I knew a revolution in Nigeria wouldn't be like outright war and all of that because we are not warring people. But I knew people would march on the streets, and I knew the government would step down them hard because the government and the government, the kind of government we've been having, they are not used to being confronted. Mm. So you saw the future, yes, as a poet, as a poet, now as a prophet, poet prophet. <laughs> it's the same thing. Okay, it's the same thing. And imagine when the thing happened, what came to your mind? I cried. Wow. I. Well, like I was howling over. I, I you do like, remember that I wrote this thing down. I, I wrote this thing. I know it was the point coming to life, but it was painful watching it okay. being battered. So it was painful. Hmm. Now I agree that poets are actually prophets. Yeah. Now I agree because when I read this place, I was like, I looked at the published date and I said, ah. What happened? This is just new. It, or is mean, it? It, it was published before by Sentinel Poetry in okay. 2010. Okay. Uh, 2011, Sentinel Champions um, 8. 
Okay. So it, it, it's not a new publication. Wow. So the poetry is kaleidoscope. Yes. So I want people to get this collection and ant antics. Ant antics. Uh, what figures of speech is this? <laughs> because an, 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 that is sound. Yes. That is sound. So I want people to get this book and uh, make sure it is um, read. Uh, available, I'm sure it is available at the nearest bookstores. And my guest this morning is... Ayola Oyeniyi. Ayola is still is a writer and is still going to tell me if he's a full time writer or he has other things he does. But um, for this, I can say that um, you use lots of assonance here, repeating vowels, repeating um, groups of words. For emphasis. Uh, yeah. Parenthesis? No, for emphasis. For emphasis. Okay, for emphasis, which is very good. And still talking about politicking. I saw this and I, I like it. That is before Kaleidoscope. That should be page 30... I am I right now? 35. Oh, okay. <laughs> now you are laughing. Is this one of your best? No, I laugh every time I see it because I was actually... Um, I was trying to write a kind of um, comic piece that day. I said, okay, okay all your poems are so dark. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine turning yourself. <laughs> write something that would... Interesting. That but would, I found the romance part interesting too. Yeah, it's always very deep. At least we have something we can... Okay, we can enjoy yeah. if we are not enjoying the, the dark part. Yeah. Okay, so let's quickly talk about this. Okay, so spontaneity being spontaneous being mm. so while waiting for death I've been naturally erratic when searching for a bit of fun I met evil sitting on a brown bench dressed as a all so I politely questioned evil slightly what is the price for peace why chatting at me bleeders along comes death looking a bit of color it was white you see started I asked evil isn't it supposed to be black <laughs> she laughed quietly, hysterically, and whispered back conspiratorially. It used to be, but he saw you taking a bat in the dust just outside. Just taking a bat in the dust just outside, just. Mm, I saw that. <laughs> That's a figure of speech. Yes. Amused, I said shakily to Evil while negotiating a one arm retreat, but I'm from there. <laughs> Smiling saucily, shouted suddenly at me. Depart thee from me, oh devil. Hi, folks. Pleased to meet you. There's a job vacancy in hell. <laughs> Stokers, pokers, screamers, and demon trainees apply in person. I am the, the devil. devil. <laughs> I read it and I was laughing. Like, what was he thinking? <laughs> I just the, then um, you know this just then was like Boko Haram and yes. these bandits and mm-hmm. bombing trains and all mm-hmm. of that. So I just felt like even the devil must be worried about Nigeria because he's actually worried. I'm not sure this the devil's handwork again. You know, I said the other time that you you are a prophet. You said yourself that prophet, and now we talked about kaleidoscope before this one yes. that you saw it yes. and it came to pass. Now <laughs> I don't want to say anything. Continue, <laughs> continue. I don't want to say anything because this one now the devil is actually thinking. Yeah, shall we let go? The devil, Jamie Gallo. Honestly, because. 
I'm sorry for saying that in Yoruba, but I it just the way to interpret it is just like I never thinking that uh, these ones are more they are more so worse. Yes. They are worse. So I, I am not the devil here. They are the devil. They are the devil. So you know while waiting for death, hmm. it will, to a to a normal person, a layman, he'll be like, ah why wait for death? Why not run from death? That is where you know the person waiting for death. Yeah, waiting for death. Hmm. What do you want to talk about? Hmm. That means that person actually must be something worse than death. <laughs> so, I natural, naturally being erratic, an erratic person, hmm. when searching for a bit of fun. And then his friends are, you know, met evil sitting on a bench. Hmm. as a oh. Now, what I'm trying to achieve there is that evil. I'm not trying to slight uh, people that are professionals like us or prostitutes. No, it's not a slow on them. Mm-hmm. But the word all is actually like to make it known that evil is available for everybody to partake. It is, but it has to be by choice. Yes. You have to negotiate yeah. for it. So I politely questioned evil slightly. What is the price for peace? Mm. So I was looking for peace from evil, mm. being the devil, mm. you know. Then that comes along looking a bit of color. He was shocked. Ah, that is place. And then he's white. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it not supposed to be black? Because we've been taught from birth. Yeah. Black is the color of no, mm-hmm. all terrible things. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was just trying to like take a kind of um, swipe at all those things. Mm. But eventually it still came out a little bit dark. So so I'm thinking themes. What are the themes that we can find in this poetry before we move on? Yeah, the major underlying um, current is dissatisfaction at the state of things in my country, Nigeria. Dissatisfaction at the way we, the society, have um, embraced these norms and then accepted it that it is normal. It's normal. Mm. Mm, like, it's ethical to be rich without any source of income. That is the new ethic. It is horrible to be poor and be working, you're a bad person. <laughs> but if you are suddenly rich without any sort of income, yes, you're a good person. a good person. And when we are writing this into the memories of the people we are raising, mm. it's, I, I do not want to be quiet on that. It's actually disheartening. Yes. And I thought about it when I was reading it. said, how can we, how can we change the narrative Yes. Because this um, generation Z yes. is um, why do they say generation Z? <laughs> no, this digital generation, they want something. They are not patient. They mm-hmm. want it quickly, quickly, quickly. But we, we are not painting it the way we are painting it to them. With that, we are older. I'm not sure we are painting, giving them the right interpretation. Well, are, I don't think they are in a hurry. I think they are victims. They are victims because they've been hurried. Wow. So they are not used to taking it slow because they've been worried. Wow. Like people who felt it, they, you know, like it's a, it's a generational thing. Mm. Their parents felt the reason why they probably failed was because they did not worry enough. Mm. So they hurried up their children. Mm. They 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 chased them up. So they made them worry. So they in the academics, everything, everything. You have to do everything fast, fast, fast. And then now the children are worried. So what? No, 
it's not like a time bomb because when these people that are running discover that there's nowhere they are running to and then they reach the wall mm. they will face the people that said run mm. and the parents mistake was that the reason why they are in this sticky mess is not because they did not run or they are not fast enough it's because the until is not same there are people robbing them even before they Mm. draw their first breath mm. of what they should use to succeed because mm. you have to fight for everything that makes you human yeah you know you are dishing out marbles words I should just write out and this Ori thing I was thinking about it overnight that why are parents in a hurry especially you see children in school they cramming you want them to quickly learn and i was i was talking to a school owner and she said this is the new nigeria the, the parents want their children except exceptional parents that will say no let's see let this child go at his own pace but you see parents hurrying them up okay learn this one do this one and this class I, it's I, out of fear out of fear it's a it's one of the side effects of a deranged Society. society. So we from that, would you say that is one of the reasons why people are now jackpying? Let's yes. say that. No, you humans, there are things that are inbred in us. Survival. And adrenaline controls that. Yeah. If you see something that would hurt you, you run. Mm. If it's something you need, you run towards mm. it. So when smart people understand the situation, they look back, they look forward, they see they have to run. They have to flee. Because it is as if we are in a war zone. Mm. You, there, there is no peace of mind, no security. You are mm. afraid. Mm. And then you want to have children. And you don't want them to be afraid. You don't want to be afraid for mm. your kids. You need to run. And that has been the basis for migration over the centuries. If not for the for the recent um, borders and then visas and all of that, nobody can really say I'm from here because we are all migrants. Mm. We migrate mm. from places to places. Mm. America was made up of people running from mm. situations, mm. fleeing difficult countries, mm. and they all made America. Mm. Same thing with Canada, Mexico too. They had people living there, but the Spanish conquistadors they went to mm-hmm. Mexico and they conquered the Indians there mm-hmm. and then Nigeria too. There are people from the north. They said the Yorubas came from the east. Mm-hmm. We all gathered there. Ibadan right now made up migrants. Yeah. They they were fighting a war and then people from all yeah, over look, came mm. and they said okay they saw this place was good and they all they said they are Ibadan. So Ibadan is one of different places. Mm. If we're now Mudaike is Oyo Monica is or your body all live together there. So nobody can really say I'm from here. We are all migrants. So that fear. Now where you're going, what's the assurance that the fear will you conquer the fear? Yeah. Because Africans okay, you said Nigeria. I yeah. think it's just it's an African thing. It's African thing. Yes. So if you are running to the the foreign land that's not African, so what's the assurance that no, the thing is, you can either be the lion, you can be a lion in a jungle where there is no food, or you can be a lion in a zoo where people will pet you and give you food. 
Or you can even be the food. Or you can be the well, but you be useful. <laughs> you be the food the lion will eat you. But you be useful for something you would not waste. Mm. There are two guarantees in this situation. If you stay where you were born, there's a very huge guarantee that you will waste. You will waste. Waste. Wow. But if you go where you are not wanted, there's a very huge guarantee, a 50-50 chance that you might succeed. It's 50-50. Yes. So, 0%, 50%, 50 percent is very high. Okay, I don't want to dwell on that so much, but um, election day, election is coming. <sighs> yeah, and I saw that here, election day. <laughs> and um, if we are going to dwell on because I want... Uh, don't hire me. <laughs> I still have my time. Don't hire me. So, because election um, is coming and we are all clamoring for, I don't want to say change now. <laughs> <laughs> Before they throw stones at me. I want um, people, I started saying we should get a voter's card and youth should contribute now. We want youth. But yeah, I have election day. So, what prompted this? Was it because of what has been happening or you too, you want a change? I don't want a change. You don't want a change? No. So, you want us to be stagnant? No. I want progress. Okay. My author is Tiaiola Yeniyi, author of Ant Antics. We have collections of poems that are very, very thought-provoking here. And I want you to get copies of this book. The book cover, we're going to talk about that shortly. And um, I think this book is available at booksellers and um, Lagos, Roving Nights, all Roving Nights stores, booksellers on Amazon, any. Just walk up to the nearest bookshop and get a copy of this book. And it goes for... Um, 2000 naira only and i'm sure in short you will read it and send me a message that this is actually uh worth more than the um the money really worth very very more and this is the first published work by ayola yeniye i can't wait to read it you know when i was reading it and my kids were disturbing i was like ah no 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 i need to lock myself <laughs> you know when you're reading poetry you need to concentrate when you miss a line you go back maybe it's me or i don't know i will have to go back because i won't understand the next line yes. if i miss one line if i'm reading one line and i i got distracted and i try to get back i won't understand so i need to concentrate so while i was reading this election day and i was i was thinking What's this guy thinking? I need to ask him. Are you, do you want a change or you don't want a change? You want us to be stagnant or you don't even want to put it as change? You want to coin another word? Yes. Um, change. Um, in science, chemistry, litmus test. Okay. You have acidity and alkalinity and they are both good. Okay. But it depends on where you want to achieve the acidity or the alkaline um, situation. So, it can change towards acidity or mm. so change can be forward or backward so when people say ah, there is no change there are changes now things are more expensive that is mm. a change not backward it could it might not be backward because okay. some people are actually profiting of it so yes it's a, I agree it's a change and they love it you do not love it because the money is coming out of your purse but it is going to their purse so it is fine so this election so, day, let's can you read it? Yeah. Um background 
of election day is um, what is happening now is what has been happening since before. It is a normal thing in our culture as Africans for this thing to happen. So we need to accept it and stop fighting what is in our blood. Mm. Now, election day. I should deny my hunger. But the scent of your cooking pots rests heavy on my ear. And I sigh. <sighs> I would rest my limbs while I can. But my nightmare, your dreams, touch your knives within my bed. I sigh. Then I could die, fade away from a maddening world and maybe drop into a heaven of sleep. Only if I could sleep. But the price of coffins went up today. My father is too old to work. <laughs> That's all. Yes. So what I'm saying here is, if I really want to vote for progress, I should deny my hunger. But the scent of your cooking pot rest heavy on my head. You are cooking chicken and frying it and I'm not eating it too days. Mm. If your family wants chicken, I'll vote you, you know. Yeah. So I should deny my hunger. But I'm the saint. Mm. I would rest my limbs while I can. But my nightmare, your dreams, my own nightmare, the money I'm paying for these things, they are your dreams. You are praying that I should buy these expensive things you made expensive. And then that is a nightmare for me. It is your dream come true. Touch your knives within my bed. I can't sleep. I sigh. Okay, then I could just maybe commit suicide. So then I could die, fade away from a maddening world, and maybe drop into a heaven of sleep. You know, I've not been able to sleep. Mm. Touch your knives. Maybe only, only if I could sleep. But the price of coffins went up today. Even if I die now, there's no money for the very. Oku, oku, baby. On your own. And my father oh, is too my. old to walk. Mm. Who's going to bury me? Mm. Actually, very, very tough. If you give me one, if don't, I need just a cup of rice. Let me eat and vote you. I can see why many people will just say, okay, let me just no. vote for you. Give me this. We can all stay on social media and rant and say all sorts. And you can get your PVC. That doesn't stop the rot. Mm. Because there's poverty in the land. And that poverty is a weapon in the hands of anybody to either cause forward change or backward change. Hmm. If you want to... This, this is the tool for change, poverty. It has been for centuries. And any politician who knows what he's doing would use it. So they should share bag of rice, share everything. I support that. Hmm. But what are you going to achieve with sharing it? Because if people already know if you go into the markets now, people are expectant. It is like Christmas. Elections are coming. They will release money. We'll get rice. We'll get money. Yeah. I'll do this. Some mm. people are even making plans. They know they eat well during elections. So it's like rain falls every four years. Imagine. So it's fine. Imagine. So, so what should we do? Um, um, We can just read my poetry and smile about <laughs> it. <laughs> so I read his poetry and smile about it. And run away. And then Nigeria bonds. We should. We are not all right. See me. I'm a good citizen, patriotic citizen. I said, ah, running away. Yeah, no. So many writers before now said the same thing. Some to my face, but later on I saw them running, fleeing. They are used touching they are the fly- back. They are, <laughs> they are flying. They mm. are too. Because either you, either you die and nobody tells your story, or you. Mm. Run and you need to say your story yourself. To say your story yourself. Even Barbara at one time. 
I remember that story. Okay. Thank you so much, Ayo. You're actually pinching me. <laughs> you are pinching me. And I, I, I'm trying to be refused to be pinched. But <laughs> it's, it's actually, I don't know. Uh, but I will leave that. Election day is coming. Let us do the needful. Get, a, get your PVCs and vote. It is important you exercise your rights. Yeah. But as much as possible, do not blame people that cholerize. Hmm. Because what have you done to ensure they do not cholerize? See, we need... We had to be writing marbles, words of marbles in this studio. Because Ionia has given up up to 1,000 words today. But on a lighter mode, let's quickly talk about one, one, one. I know we started late, but I have some seconds left. Loving Ant. Yes. Yes. So we have, after Loving Ant, we have Ronnie Ant, and then we have um, Dying Ant. As in death, but I'm not going to go there. I want people to get this book. But loving us, like we have Atlin, we have um, Death and My Lady, we have Tiles, we have Ifnaya, we have Wakeling, we have Akin, we have Darkling, Katy 2, Unveiling, Yerin, Abigaili, Reject, (laughs) Catatonic, Stealing, Whispering. You know, the one that caught my attention is actually Katy. But okay. I'm not going to. I want you to pick the best. Um, loving ants. I'm not really good at loving, but let me check because I I would analyze it and love doesn't take logic. I have your friend in the studio, and the way he's looking like, uh, what's this guy saying? It's, uh, logic. Um. <sighs> okay. So let which me, one? Do you want it to be sweet? Your best. Mine will be very dark. Okay, let me take. Please, let me, let I me. want something lighter. We've been okay. talking about dark, dark. Okay, let me pick ties. Page sixty-seven. That's a bit um, um, sweet. Okay. Now, um, for an African woman, um, the most important part of her morphology will be the ties, because she dances with it, and she calls a man with that. Now, in the Western world, we are used to having the bosoms and you know huge. Um, stuff which as an African is not um, what we um, want. Are you sure? It's it's a foreign concept. African oh. women are well blessed beneath yeah. the um, so you can't tell me what is available is not what I want. <laughs> okay. So if that is how God has created our women that mm-hmm. is what we have requested okay. for mm. in prayers. Mm. Mm. So Slender babies with huge bosoms are not African. To occupy space. Yes. And then, you know, with the kind of um, caliber of stuff that we have, they might not be able to withstand them, the trust and all of that. Okay. Now, let's look at ties. Quickly. Woman. Woman. If I have been staring, forgive me. It is a tumult of feelings that cascade through my sight, that holds my thoughts in trial. If I offer a palm with knees bent on dust and head bowed, whispering, be mine, be mine, will you shun this and say, be gone, please, to another I belong? Or will you raise me from the dust, caress my head and say, it is you, beloved, it is you? Will you, will you, will you. So it's an, it's an appeal, it's a prayer. If I have been staring at you, forgive me. So all those things running through my head. 
I'm, I'm, I'm in trial. I don't know what to do again. If I offer a palm with knees bent on doors and my head bowed, whispering, be mine, be mine. You know, so it's like prayer. If I give you all of me, knees bent, head bowed, will you shun me or will you lift me up? Okay. Not my question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know when you're saying that, I just remember what I saw online recently. Ad breaks. Um, what, it? What, what do they call it now? Breakfast. Room. Yes. Uh, eating breakfast. And after a man has given you all these lines, and at the end of um, three, four months, you're chopping breakfast. So are you saying these lines are just uh, saying for saying sake? Um, um, love in this generation is a complex affair. Okay. But way back, I think it used to mean devotion. Mm. Mm. But now I'm equally as confused as the people who are yeah. in love now. We're all confused. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, this is interesting. This is actually interesting because yeah, when I was reading everything, I saw death and my lady. I saw that Katsy. I saw caress. I saw uh, what was it? I caress your dreams. I was sweeting your tears. I was like, mm, okay, <laughs> sweet words. Mix um, you into every cell uh, with my tongue. I was just like, okay, no problem. Then breakfast will now come. Yes. So where with the words? Will I, I now say ah? It's you know, it's a normal thing for breakfast to come in love, but you know, because of the orin um, syndrome. It comes quicker now. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> this man. <laughs> this man. <laughs> it comes quicker now. Before it used to be like a year, two years. And people take it slow then. Mm, but now yeah. people... Yes, they don't take it slow anymore. So everything reaches a climax very soon and then... Bam. Up and, yes. Really, that is true because... Before you take it slow, you want to know the person, you want to know his friends. You don't friends even have a phone to call each other with, no WhatsApp, no... So but you, no, just social media, you know the person. Within a day. Everything. Relationship has I, started. And you think, you know, but social media is, a, you know, Mark, you know, um, full, filled with lies, fake life. Mm. But some are true. Oh, yes, some are true. Even some of, of the fake lies are actually true. Mm. But it's painted to look as if it is fake. Because when you put yourself out there as what you are not, hmm. then that is what you are. Okay. Uh, like what I'm trying to say oh, yes, is... Yes, I understand. If a thousand people believe you are rich, mm. you are rich. Mm. Even though you are hungry. Mm-hmm. So it is the truth. So all the outbreaks, you are saying that um, it's not that the man or the woman did not mean those... Um, yes, they meant it. At that moment. At that moment. But the very next moment, it also meant that I did not want to be with a person again. <laughs> okay. Should I say men are complex being? Yeah, women and, and women are men. Like, um, for me now, it is not about the sex or the gender. Okay. It's about the human. Mm. And then um, you can't force a woman to be not with a man. Not the gender, really. Yes, both. But so. And it is not wickedness to break up with someone. It is not. No. It sometimes it might be for good. It is always and you can good. still be friends. That might not be possible. Ah. Based on the level of odds inflicted on the other party. So if you see each other in the future, Depends you should not on say how I the party was. If you break up with someone and you run away with his or her property, do a lot of damage, yeah. being friends will be yeah. 
difficult. Oh, God. Okay, it has been an interesting conversation. I just wish that I have... Um, I had something here that I would have... Um, it's recorded, really. So okay. I'll be bringing out those marbles and <laughs> once in a while I'll use it. And uh, I want us to get this book, An Ant Attics. How d- who came up with this? Actually, the cover. Um, I discussed with my publisher because he's, um, he's, on, he's someone that understands poetry. He's a poet, too. So when he read the work, he said, what did you mean? He asked me some of the same questions you, you just asked. And then I told him, so I gave him this concept. I didn't draw it. I gave him this concept. that Okay, this is what I have in mind. And then amazingly, he came just up with this. this. Almost as if maybe copied. You read uh, your mind. Yes. So kudos to the artist. Many big ups to my publisher. 11th house. 11th house. Very That's nice. Ayoyoku, yes. A friend of the house. Very, very lovely. I could not have um, pictured it better. Than this? Than this. This mm. is like... The, work of, the book itself is a work of art. Yes, I will agree. It's a work of art. The first day I saw it, I was like, whoa, this is very nice, good production. And uh, for some time... Um, for some time now, I've been I've been giving kudos to Eleventh House actually Ayoyoku because we have good publications coming out from that, and I wish him I wish him very well. <laughs> I wish him well. This is a very good one. I we hope to read more from you. Yeah, yeah. I, that's like saying I'll still be on fire for some time. But I would, I would Please don't continue. let the fire die. I'll continue being on fire. You continue to okay be on fire. Okay. Okay. Um, are you thinking of writing another genre? Yes, I have some um, short stories. Okay. And fiction. then um, fiction. And then um, a whole book. Now I book. cannot forget. Are you a full time poet or what do you do? I'm a full time poet. Poetry, we can't stop being a poet. Oh, sorry. What do you do? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Apart from being a poet. What do I do for yes, a living? Yes, for a living. Um, I sell. Oh, okay. Which is still like poetry. Okay. I talk to people and convince them to buy what I'm holding. Okay, okay. Okay, so you have to convince people to buy this book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In two seconds, I will leave this place. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. Um, thanks to my wonderful um, host. Thanks to my publisher. And also, thank you for being Nigerian because without you, possibly this book would not have existed. You need to read this book to understand where you are coming from and what we can all do to make it better. It is not about politics. It is not about attacking anyone. It's about you and me and how um, we can all make our lives meaningful without running out of the country. Hmm. It's a book for you and me. It's a gift from the other side. Buy it now. Oh, thank you. Why are you talking like Mr. President? <laughs> I see if I just said Obama. <laughs> oh, I hope this was recorded because I'm going to post this online. <laughs> I'm going to post it. Actually, perfect speech. Thank you. But like Oshibaju. <laughs> Have you had him? You've had him. He doesn't look at the script. I love that man. So you just give that speech. Spontaneous. Yes, I know. But I didn't show you the questions too. So spontaneous. So as to know if you've written the book or not. And yes, so thank you for joining me this morning, and it's been a wonderful conversation with Ayola Oyeniye, the author of An Ant 
antics. Um, things we don't want to talk about, we, but we actually talked about them this morning. So <laughs> I, I want you to watch out for this um, amazing author. Is um, He has come to the literary world and is here. Come to stay. He's not living. <laughs> Am I right? Yes. Yes, he's not living. So we're expecting more from him from 11th House. So um, this book is available at the nearest bookstores, uh, pub, um, what's it called? Um, booksellers, um, Roby Nights, Amazon. Uh, Amazon, and just walk in. Or you can reach out to him on yes. Instagram. Instagram. Are you allow you need? Are you allow you need? Or oh, you can reach out to House to get a copy of this book. So thank you so much. You know something came to my mind now. We can act out some of this. Okay, yes. Like a drama. Yeah, some of them can. They are, yeah, you can make it to a, a short um, script. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay, your publisher should be thinking about that. And so that is um, the end of today's conversation. This month. It's for poetry. I had um, Nas the Poet last week, uh, Laminel Nasser, and um, today is Ayola Oyeniyi. And next week is about women. We're having Karimot um, or their body next week. So it has been a very good conversation. I enjoyed it because the poet said, um, poets are um, pr- prophets. They see what is happening now. They see into the future. And actually, yeah, this author saw what was going, what is going to happen, and it actually happened. That is um, what happened. Kaleidoscope. Kaleidoscope. That was what happened. Twenty twenty. And um, I, when I read it, I was like, ah. I looked at the dates that was probably I was like, ah, Kilo Shelley, was it backdated or something? And mm. I just thought to ask you the question, and I was right. You you saw that coming and thank you so much for joining me today um next week is another time remember to follow gmp bliss on um facebook twitter and on instagram and remember to follow me adejoke oyekon on facebook readers script and on instagram readers.script join me next week for another interesting episode and i want to say thank you to 11 out for giving out a copy of this book They've been a, a very good support and partner um, to Reader's Script. Thank you so much. And for those that have joined me on Facebook online listening, this is Reader's Script. comes up every Friday, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. So join me next week as we discuss another interesting book. Thank you and have a great, interesting weekend. Bye. Radio.
Sorry, number 9187 Your new feel good joint radio station you can't live without. Every day, non stop. JMP Blaze Radio. Radio. Listen live to JMP Blaze Radio. All day, every day. All day, every day. At home. At work. Non-stop entertainment and music. Entertainment and music. Good music. Every day. JMB Blaze Radio, reaching your world.